Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 14 of the Merry-Go-Round podcast. My name is Mary Brasha, and I'm your host. This podcast is powered by Selkirk Sport. We are Pickleball. We are approaching 2024, and with the new year comes new goals and new opportunities. Pickleball-wise, Maggie and I are working on becoming even more consistent. I'd like to think we're pretty consistent players, but when it gets to that top, top level of players, they are not making mistakes and their shots are all routine. So while we're trying to elevate our games and add new shots, we're also trying to make sure that we are as consistent as can be. We're also really hoping to make it to more championship Sundays. I know that moment at nationals was just incredible. There were so many highs and lows throughout the year, and that's how it is for, I think, most athletes. There's always going to be good moments and bad ones, but that time at nationals was just such a great feeling. It really felt like all of our hard work paid off, and I would love to feel that feeling again and again. So we are working really hard to prepare for these upcoming tournaments. I'm very excited to have the PPA Masters as our first event of the year. It's right in our backyard in Palm Springs, and Maggie and I are ready to come out strong. I'm also pairing up with Gabe Tardio in mixed doubles, and I'm really excited to play with him because he's a great player and nice guy, so it'll be fun. My last goal for the new year is to do some things entrepreneurially and content-wise. I'm really into media that's what I studied in school. I love film, love editing videos. So I want to bring more of that to Pickleball. So be on the lookout for exciting content to come. Since we are entering the new year, I thought I would bring on a newer rising star to the show today to learn more about his Pickleball journey. I'm just calling it now on the Merry Ground podcast that this player is going to make some big waves in 2024, especially now that he has gone full time. This player has already medaled in a pro event and he's gotten some wins off of top teams. So we're welcoming to the show, Augie Gu. Hello, Augie. Welcome to the show. Hey, Mary. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Where are you calling from today? Uh, I'm at home in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, Arizona. I hear Arizona is the place to be for pickleball. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for me, uh, definitely so. I mean, we've just got such a great group of people who um, are really trying to, like, kind of in, like, that lower tier challenger MLP level who are really trying to make a splash, um, especially in the next year. Um, So we got guys like uh, Craig Johnson, Pesatione, Kyle Kazuda, um, Kaden Nemoff, um, all these guys, Danny Jensen, who are really just trying to... uh, make a splash and um we're all like super passionate about pickleball we play with each other all the time and so it's a really nice place to be for me yeah I feel like all those names you just mentioned are such cool people and you have like a good vibe going on there and I just feel like for people out there looking to move somewhere you might have to look at Arizona there's just good players everywhere Yeah, can't recommend uh, moving out here to Phoenix um, enough, like cost of living is relatively low and uh, everyone's just so um, super supportive and uh, there are a ton of 
courts, honestly, which is like a huge deal. Um, and uh, accessibility is um, really nice. So yeah, highly recommend. And you guys have one of the best things, I think, for pickleball players, you know, working their way into the pro scene to have, which is the Arizona Pickleball League. And you are the champion of that <laughs> with your team. <laughs> How does it feel to be the winners of the league? Oh, gosh. Yeah, it felt uh, really good, to be honest. Um, honestly, it was a little bit of a relief as well because um, the entire season we felt like we had the best team um, but then to go and like execute it uh, every single Tuesday that we played um, is not always uh, straightforward or simple so um, we're really glad to get it done and uh, yeah honestly it feels good to to be the champs of season two. What do you think is so unique about the Arizona Pickleball League? Um, yeah, there are several things that really make it unique. Um, the first, and everyone kind of says this, is just like the production um, level. Yeah. Uh, there's like a full-time uh, film crew and production crew um, that just really makes it, uh, I don't know, in a class of its own um, in terms of production. And then uh, just the people are so nice and so supportive. Um, like it's primarily built um, uh, to support like the to gain exposure for a jigsaw, but also to help showcase like the Arizona players and players who are in the league. Um, so we're super blessed to have that avenue and kind of get our names out there uh, that way. And hopefully it's uh, provided some entertainment for folks on Tuesday nights. Um, and then also the venue is just top notch. Uh, the Orchard, like, um, traditionally has been like a private uh, pickleball club space that uh, anyone can rent. And then um, during the season, I believe, I believe they, we can still reserve the courts, um, the general public can, but it's kind of more transformed into uh, like the venue just for um, Tuesday night pickleball during the season. So yeah, it's, it's just awesome all around. So blessed to be part of it. Yeah. The Arizona Pickleball League is just one of the coolest things. I've seen in pickleball. I love watching on Tuesday nights. I first of all love watching because I feel like I have so many pickleball friends that are competing in it, but also, yeah, the production value. I mean, you guys like walk out in fog and like they <laughs> announce your names. Like it's just so cool. So I love that for Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks for watching. Um, yeah. The fog and like the intros in the beginning are definitely what get me like the most nervous. Um, like that's probably the hardest part of any uh, Tuesday night pickleball for me, but uh, really? no, it's, it's super fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I get, that's when the heartbeat really starts going. Wow. Okay. I would not have expected that, but that's okay. You know, hopefully it just gets the adrenaline pumping and then you're just ready to go win. I mean, clearly it didn't affect your play. You guys won it all. And was it so fun playing with Craig? Because I wanted to shout out that you guys are such a great team together i mean you guys have been you know taking down some top players in the game i remember at ppa vegas everyone at the venue was watching you guys win against jay devilliers and callan i mean that looked like an epic match yeah uh big shout out to craig um I mean, he's just the best dude and uh, such a great player. Um, our games are super complimentary. 
Um, and yeah, uh, we've got, I think we've got what it takes to take down uh, even more top teams. We've got uh, really good chemistry. Um, yeah, honestly, can't say enough good things about Craig. Uh, such a great family as well. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yes. Shout out <laughs> Craig. And yeah. moving on, now we are going to get the backstory of how you discovered pickleball. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll get it straight into it. So um, I first played uh, in middle school PE. I went to public school out here in uh, Arizona. Uh, that was part of our curriculum. Uh, we played for a week and I remember uh, really liking it actually. Um, I was just playing like junior tennis at the time um, and I didn't know that something like that existed. Um, so I guess it might have stayed in the back of my mind for uh, all those years until I played again um, in February of 2022. I was like back home uh, visiting. I was living in Providence, Rhode Island at the time. Um, so back home, uh, I was at like a bar with my friends and I have a mutual friend with um, Nico Montoya. And she was like, oh, you should come out to this park. Uh, Nico comes and plays pickleball and we all play pickleball. And I'm like, okay, that sounds super fun. Um, played pickleball the next day, loved it. Um, went back to Providence. Uh, I was like still working out there um, and then moved back to Phoenix in June of 2022. And then played like a little bit here and there when I got back um, and then kind of started to play regularly um, in September of 2022. Um, so that's kind of when I started to get a little uh, integrated into the Arizona pickleball scene. And uh, yeah, haven't really looked back since. It's just been so fun. And where did you go to school again? Did you? Yeah, um, I did my undergrad. So my first two years, um, I went to the University of New Mexico and then transferred to the University of Arizona. And then uh, I did my master's out at uh, Brown, Rhode Island. Got it. Wow. Okay. So you've been all over and playing the pickleball too that's so great what really makes pickleball special to you versus like tennis even um for sure I think it's the community like uh in tennis and especially junior tennis like everything was like so cutthroat and so just uh emphasizing um winning and like trying to get these like scholarship spots or roster spots at um, anyone's like desired school um, and so it kind of made competing, um, honestly, a bit of a job, like uh, as a junior tennis player. Um, and then now pickleball, it's just like um, for, for professionals, obviously, it still is a job. But uh, at the same time, it's still something that is like super fun. And um, I really look forward to competing every single weekend because um, like my peers even will, uh, if I have a, like a good result, um, they'll text me and like vice versa. Whereas in tennis, um, I never got anything like that. So um, yeah, it's just uh, the community, the the friendliness and the atmosphere is awesome. Yeah, it's such a supportive environment. I feel like people are always cheering each other on. It's great to see like when new faces come in the sport, like cheering them on, rooting for their journey and oh, Yes, you're just making me want to play a pickleball tournament right now. I could play <laughs> one every weekend if I could. <laughs> yeah, same, same. Competing in pickleball is just like the best thing ever for me. Yes. And wanted to ask one more thing about kind of your backstory before pickleball. Did you play any other sports besides tennis or just mainly 
tennis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, tennis is my main sport. Um, okay. I also swam pretty competitively until oh. I was like 11. Um, and then in grad school, I actually played uh, table tennis. So we had like a table tennis team. Um, and it's mm -hmm. like technically a club team, but it's also because it's like not NCAA, but it's also like varsity because it's like all the best players play. Um, so like, I remember my first year of grad school, um, NYU had uh, this guy named Tom Fung who, um, who played in the Olympics actually. So there's like that caliber yeah. level of players competing in uh, collegiate table tennis. Um, I was nowhere near that level, but uh, it was just fun. And I think that uh, definitely adds to uh, my background for pickleball as well. Oh, that's great. Wow. Okay. Very well-rounded in all the sports. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to ask you a little bit more about your pickleball journey to full-time. You've recently gone full-time with pickleball. So how are you feeling about this? Yeah, I have. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of by choice, uh, kind of not. I was uh, laid off from my job in uh, the middle of November of this year, but um, honestly, it's been a blessing in disguise. I've been playing a lot of pickleball lately. And uh, yeah, I'm super pumped about uh, the next year for sure. Um, I think uh, anytime like in anyone's life that you get to try to play a professional sport, um, you should really take it because at the end of the day, uh, I could always get a job outside of pickleball um, at any other time in my life, but I only have so many like prime athletic years of my life that I feel like I should really utilize on a sport. So, and, and I just love playing. Oh, that is very exciting to hear that you will be at more events and everything and just keep on rising through the ranks. I'm just predicting really great things from you in 2024. <laughs> so I'm excited to see and wanted to ask, what are your pickleball goals in the new year? Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I think uh, my most straightforward goals are that um, on the PPA tour, I would love to uh, try to get a medal. Um, I guess my, my best event traditionally in the event I've played most, um, has been men's doubles. And I know that's like a very competitive discipline. Um, so we'll see, uh, but that's definitely my goal. And then, um, I'll try to gun for like a, a gold medal on the APP tour. So I'm going to play like a mix of both. I'm not signed to any league or anything. So, uh, we'll see how that goes, but yeah. We are calling it now on this show that that is going to happen. <laughs> We're putting it into the universe. That is great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I can live up to that. Um. Okay. So lots of big goals. I just know they're going to get accomplished. Wanted to ask, what are you working on in your game? And what have you kind of noticed competing in your, you know, like first year of pro events, things that like are at that next level? Mm -hmm. um, so two birds with one stone, I think I'm working on and what is like uh, something that I need in order to get to the next level is just like a lot more consistent um, third shots, to be honest, that's kind of been a weakness of mine. Um, and it's like very straightforward, like fundamental part of the game, but uh, it's something that I'm always still really working on. Um, 
yeah, we were playing uh, Riley Newman's back in town for the holidays and we got to play some rec with him a couple days ago. And I mean, nice. he just does not miss any third balls, does not miss any fifth balls, gets into the kitchen every single time, even if it takes him like five to 10 shots. Um, and that's something that um, I am kind of lacking in my game, to be honest. So uh, more consistent in the thirds. And then um, at the kitchen line, I'd say I'm always kind of working on uh, my offense um, particularly, uh, my backhand flick out of the air. Um, it's also a very standard shot, but, um, something that, uh, I, I'm really working on. Like when I was playing table tennis, um, I never quite developed like the backhand loop. I was always more of like a backhand puncher. Um, so I'm really kind of emphasizing getting the paddle tip, uh, down, like at some point in my swing path, um, in order to flick the ball up. So. Yeah, those are kind of the main things that I'm working on. Okay, those are all good things. I was talking about earlier how I'm just trying to be more consistent in general in all aspects of the game. And I think that's the biggest thing is like people are not making errors at this level. And I, I feel like whoever can make the least amount is going to come out on top. So glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. So we're approaching the end of the year and i feel like people are you know celebrating the new year personally i like to go to karaoke bars with my friends and it's such a fun activity i don't know if they have many in arizona or not but i'm wondering augie if you go to a karaoke bar what song are you singing great question um so I will say I've never done like uh, karaoke in the wild and I in don't plan to. I just, uh, yeah, in front of a crowd, I don't know. I would, that's a uh, very scary for me, but um, in a very safe space with a lot of close friends and potentially family, um, my go-to song might be um, A Thousand Miles by uh, Vanessa Carlton. Yeah, wow. it's just a, just a banger, an all-timer. That is an interesting choice. I like it. I like uh -huh. it. Okay. <laughs> we'll be rooting to hear that song after you win all your medals in the next year. Someday, someday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Augie, thank you so much for coming on the Merry Go Round podcast. It has been so fun chatting with you. I just know you are going to do really big things on the tour next year. Of course. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, Mary. I'm a big fan of you and a big fan of the show. So uh, it's been an absolute honor. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who tuned into this episode of the Merry Go Round podcast. We will see you next time. Bye. Yeah. Thank you all for watching. Bye.